There you go. But uh, all right. So let, let's let's go. Out. And I, I'm seeing the link here because this next one we get to stare. It's um, tax court memo uh, 2022-124. Um, yeah, what's what's the situation here, and, and what what's the link? Why why are we talking about this one? Yeah, stare is going to be brief, but impactful because um, we have friends in the tax world, and we in the tax world, you, know, you you sometimes work with shareholders of an S corporation that maybe treat the S corporation in some respects as being an extension of themselves, and we have to understand that. You can't always do that. And the reason I say that is in Stare, once oh, come back. Once again, we're dealing with plots of land, but this time inside an S-Corp. This is why you don't put plots of land inside an S-Corp, buddy. So you got plots of land inside an S-Corp. Very simple set of facts here. And Stare had the two individuals, the two, uh, you know, husband and wife, they had relationships with other people, obviously, as people tend to do, except for most accountants. Um, so they had this one guy, right? We'll call him Mr. X, because it's a cool name. And Mr. X, they did a lot of work with. And Mr. X fell on some hard times, as we'll get into, but they did a lot of work with him. They loaned money back and forth. They had a good relationship with the guy. And so we got Mr. X on one side. Then we have son-in-law, and I don't think I need to explain that relationship anymore, right? And it's a son-in-law, so um, direct family relationship. Now, there are two aspects of this case, and mercifully, we're only talking about the second one, uh, just from a time-constrained perspective. But what happens here is they have this S-Corp, and Mr. X runs into some financial trouble. And what they do is they take one of the plots of land, and they sell it to him for around $800,000. And uh, it's an installment sale. So they're going to collect the payments at some point in the future. Only problem is they never collect any payments. And you would think if you sell something for damn near a million dollars to somebody and don't collect payments, you would take them to court and go after them. But they don't, right? They don't pursue it at all. And he... Mr. X takes that land, uses it as collateral to get a loan to keep his business afloat, still can't pay off the loan. So eventually the land goes to the bank in foreclosure. They also sell land, another plot to son-in-law for another $800,000. Same thing on an installment basis, son never pays anything. Now, eventually son actually returns the land to the S corporation, but the year at issue, both of these sales happen and no gain is reported because they haven't collected any payments, right? Everything's on the installment method. And so, um, you know, no, no cash payments, no gain. I'm just going to move on with my life. Fine, right? Most of our listeners are probably saying, what's the problem with any of this? Well, when you think about an S corporation, any closely held business, we need to understand that these businesses and I know this kind of can get into tricky semantics, but like these businesses, when they do things, when they enter into transactions, have to be for the good of the business. When a business does something and the primary beneficiary of that transaction is not the business, but rather the shareholders, we have a concept, right, called constructive distributions. 
right? Now we know corporations can make actual distributions of cash or property, but you can also make constructive distributions. We see it all the time in the S corp space when uh, you know, the S corporation pays personal expenses of a shareholder. We all agree that that's a constructive distribution because corporation didn't benefit for paying for uh, you know your kid's high school tuition, right? Like the, you're, you benefited as the shareholder. So we would treat that as a constructive distribution. So in this case, the IRS comes in, I don't know how they even picked up on this. You know, they must've been auditing for some other reason, but they said you had two sales, two plots of land during this year for over $1.5 million, you collected no payment. We think that these sales had nothing to do with benefiting the corp. We think they had everything to do with benefiting you as individual shareholders. And if that's the case, we have a constructive distribution of the land to the shareholders. Now, why does that matter? Well, tune in again, if you work with this corpse, we just learned in the last muscle light case that when a partnership distributes property appreciated or depreciated no tax impact but when a corporation either of the s or c variety does it we got a little provision called 311b and 311b says <laughs> the corporation is treated as having sold the asset for its fair market value when it's distributed and so if the IRS is arguing that this was a constructive distribution, this S-Corp suddenly has $1.6 million of gain on the distribution of those assets. Now, fortunately, S-Corps are subject to only a single level of tax. And so we have basis mechanisms under section 1367A1, where the shareholders will increase their basis by 1.6 million so that when they get that distribution equal to the fair market value of the property, it's not taxed a second time because under 1368, a distribution is only taxable if it exceeds your basis. But that's still a $1.6 million hit that's passing through to these uh, husband and wife here, Damien. That's brutal, right? That is. So was the IRS correct? Well, the question is, who benefits more from this transaction? Is it the corp or is it the shareholder? And the court sided with the IRS. They said, Mr. X here, right? His business was struggling. It wasn't going to survive. You liked the guy. You worked with him for years. You effectively just gave him free collateral so he could go borrow a loan. And when he didn't pay you, you didn't pursue it. Now, you said you didn't want to throw good money after bad, but any reasonable person, if they did not get paid on a near million dollar purchase, would go knocking on some doors. And so we think this was done in your individual capacity because you like the guy, you work with him for years. We think that that is definitively a constructive distribution. Bang, $800,000 a gain under 311B. And then son-in-law, I mean, it's son-in-law. You, right. you transfer property to your son-in-law and you didn't get anything. Now, they tried to make an interesting argument and said, well, with son-in-law, we were trying to form a joint venture. We were contributing the land and he was contributing the services. And they said, that's all well and good. But when we look at the relevant guidance on whether a joint venture is formed, like you didn't take back any ownership interest in either the land or son-in-law's partnership that they sold the land to, right? So like, where is your ongoing joint ventureness of your joint venture? You don't have an interest in the partnership. You don't have an interest in the land directly or indirectly. And so that's not what happened. What happened here is you took a distribution of the land and you gifted it to your son-in-law. So congratulations, another $800,000 of gain. 
And I love this case. This one we pivoted on, right, Damien? It wasn't in our original top 10. And then when it came out over Christmas week, I'm like, we got to get this in because people who work with S-Corps need to understand that you can't treat it as an extension of yourselves. If, if the S-Corp does things that um, benefit you primarily, there's got to be a fiction created where that stuff comes out of the S-Corp to you. And in the partnership context, no big deal. Distribution's tax-free under 731. S-Corp, $1.6 million here of gain in one year because they thought they could do what they want with corporate property. So that's a, that's a brutal result. Yeah, tough lesson to learn. But uh, it's why, I mean, there, there's countless number of other reasons we could, you know, again, rabbit trails, rabbit holes we could get down. But, uh, you know, you just, you got to be so careful, as you know, so well uh, with S-corporations, right? Uh, fragile, but a good thing in, in the right context.